member-owned, member-proud. That's Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. As a not-for-profit financial organization, Affinity Plus is for people who like people who care. And you get top-rated mobile banking technology you can use to bank conveniently on your own time, day or night, at home or on the go. Take your bank with you where and when you need it. Stop by the Brainerd Lakes branch on Edgewood Drive in Baxter to learn more. Affinity Plus is federally insured by the NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Today our guest is the 6th District Commander of the American Legion, Paul Edwards. Paul, welcome to Community Focus. Thank you. I'm happy, happy and excited to be here. You know, I, I think so many times we uh, think of uh, the American Legion. Uh, it's and, and first of all, they're everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, we just think of it as, uh, oh, yeah, that's another bar down the street. And nothing could be further from the truth, could it? That's true. That That's an idea that we want to change. It's not the bar down the street where the Legion happens to meet. It's the American Legion. They have programs. They have things for veterans. They have things for children. They also have a bar, yeah. yeah. You know, so it's a different a different way of looking at things, which is something we'd really like to get out there to to basically all the Legion members too, as well as the general public. We're not just a bar; we are the American Legion. Yeah. Now, tell us about the American Legion itself, because uh, you're uh, you're basically focusing on four things, if you will. Yes, the American Legion has four uh, pillars, if you will: um, care of veterans and their families. That, that's first and foremost. We are the largest veteran service organizations in the country. We care about the veterans. That's our first pillar. Yeah. Second is Americanism. Third is children and youth. And la- the fourth pillar is law and order. Those mm-hmm. are the things that, that we, uh, everything that we do in the American Legion is built around those four pillars. Every program we have, whether, whether it's uh, youth shooting sports or baseball or um, the Legion Riders, all of those programs support one or more of the four pillars. I was looking at some of those programs, and the first thing I thought of uh, when I saw Minnesota American Legion Boys State, my kids have been there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the, the, and that's, that's a big thing. In a lot of cases, it gives high school students their first actual taste of how government actually works. Yeah. Not, not just what the, no offense, not just what the media would tell them is going on, but actually to get in there and experience and do the things that the government does. Yeah. You know, uh, support those, support those uh, for example, pass, uh, pass laws that might govern uh, water purification or, or something else within a, within a city. Those are what they do. They organize them in the cities and the towns and the states. And this is a program that goes from the, the state all the way up to national. They actually have a Boys Nation program also. Yeah, pretty neat. All right. So um, the other question that I, I'll bet you get a lot of is, so who can become a member? Who's eligible to be a member of the American Legion? That has just recently changed. I'm very glad you asked that question because I definitely want to talk about it. Um, prior to June... The American Legion had seven different eligibility date periods. Um, and, for example, there, there was World War One, then there was World War II, then there was Korea, then there was Vietnam, then there was the War on Terror, and there were some other things in between there. We had seven different eligibility dates. Earlier this year, Congress, through bipartisan action, passed what's called the Legion Act. President Trump signed it into law in June, and what this does that reduces our eligibility periods from seven down to two. Uh, the two periods are World War I, uh, 1917 to 1919. I don't think we're going to get any new members from that time frame. 
Probably not. And the the other period is from December seventh, nineteen forty one, up until now. And the reason the reason they did this is that uh, researchers at the national level went back and looked at some of our intermediate conflicts in between the dates, and, and they learned that there was over 1,600 wow. veterans or military members who were killed in action or wounded in action in these undeclared conflicts. Uh-huh. Mm, and, okay. and, and they thought it was just heinous that these members that had sacrificed, these veterans that had sacrificed, were not eligible to be members of the American Legion. Yeah. Our National Executive Committee, and I'll, I'll throw a brag out to... Uh, Dan Ludwig, who's uh, from Red Wing, Minnesota, he was a past national commander. He was very instrumental in getting this push through the National Executive Committee and getting the resolution to Congress. And President Trump signed it a law. Now, anybody from December 7, 1941 to now who has an honorable discharge from the military is eligible for Legion membership. So I've been wanting to say this for years. If you're in the sound of my voice and you are a veteran with an honorable discharge, the American Legion wants you. And there's many, there, we have over 70 Legion posts in this sixth district. If you can't find one in the, new, in the phone book or can't find one by looking online, call me. I'll find a post for <laughs> I you. I was just going to say, how do we go about getting that ball rolling? I, yeah. will, I will find a post for you to join in your community, or if you don't want to be in the one in your committee, we'll find one close by. Yeah. The other question I have about membership, does the membership extend to the family members as well? Yes, to a certain extent. There, okay. There's there's three main organizations within under the American Legion family. There's the American Legion itself, there's the American Legion Auxiliary, and there's the Sons of the American Legion. Now, the Auxiliary has just uh, had a change to their eligibility rules also. Um, at the National Convention in June, the one word has changed in their eligibility requirements. They changed the word from wives to spouses. What that means is if with since we have such a increase now in female veterans, mm-hmm. what that means if you have a female veteran who's a member of the American Legion, her husband, who may not be eligible for any membership in either the Legion or the or the Sons of the American Legion, can now join the auxiliary. Oh, makes sense. Oh, that's and cool. I'll yeah. throw out this comment. I am the first male member of the Legion Auxiliary in the 6th District. Wow. Okay. Congratulations. I'm a member of Unit 627 out of Niswa. Well, that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. So, and, and now it's, and the thing with the Legion Act, it also opened up eligibility in the Sons of the American Legion and in the Auxiliary, because now if there's more veterans that are available or eligible to join the American Legion, their families are also eligible to come in under the umbrella as Sons of the American Legion or joining the Auxiliary. Wow. Very so interesting. it's... Um, Conservative estimates are that the Legion Act has opened up eligibility to over 4 million potential members of the American Legion nationwide. Wow. So we are excited about that. Yeah. That is good. You know, and it's interesting, or it's, I've heard the comments before where people will say, well, increasing membership is just to get money into the coffers of national. I'm not going to argue too strongly with that, but if you think about it, we need money to do the things that we do. We Everybody need, we does, need, yeah. we need We need money to um, support the youth shooting sports program. We need money to support Legion Baseball. We need money to support all the programs that, that we, uh, the, the uh, National Legion Emergency Fund, the Children Emergency Fund, Children Child Welfare Fund. Money needs to go into all those different funds. Mm-hmm. 
More importantly, we need people to do the work of the American Legion. We need people to stand guard at funerals. We need people to uh, greet new members as they come into the American Legion. We need people to be out there talking about the American Legion and recruiting new members. We need people to just be at the Legion Post washing dishes after a Sunday morning breakfast. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just lots of people in... We also need people for when we go to the state and low-end national legislators. We need people because if we say we've got 20 million members, they're going to pay attention. Yeah, that's if some we clout. Have, yeah, that's some, yeah, that's some political clout. Another part of that equation that I've, I've just recently learned myself is that there are only three organizations that are authorized to lobby con- Congress directly. VFW, the Disabled Veterans and the American Legion. Hmm. We have people that actually work in Washington and walk the halls of Congress and talk to these legislators face to face. Virtually everybody organization, every other organization in the world has to hire paid professional lobbyists. Not the Legion, we do our own work. Very interesting. It's amazing. Now, you do so many good things in the community too. I mean, besides the programs you offer, uh, your facilities are often utilized for fundraisers and exactly. so many other activities. Exactly. I mean, that's a big part of what you do, too. Exactly. Um, we're out there, and that's the thing. We want to have an impact in the community. The American Legion is it needs to be a vital part, part of every community where they exist. Um, you'll see us in the parades. You remember watching the Fourth of July parade? American Legion um, uh, color guard led the parade mm-hmm. yes. and back a, back a few steps behind him was the American Legion riders we were there um, so it, it's we want to be part of the community we, we do things like uh, a Veterans Day there's going to be a program at the high school Legionnaires will be there yeah. uh, personally I'm driving down to Becker to be part of their high school uh, memor- uh, Veterans Day program um, so I gotta yeah. say my daughter is six years old and you know first grade up at Eagleview and the, their, their very first field trip as a class this year was to the Pequot Lakes American Legion to learn flag etiquette. I was there. Were you? <laughs> I, was, I was one of those talking. She came home and she just, I mean, the things that she was telling me, I was just, I mean, it warmed my heart. It was like, this is awesome. And, and to get them familiar with it that early is fantastic. Yeah. So thank and, you guys for doing that. And that, that exactly, that ties in to exactly our pillars because it's Americanism and it's supporting children and mm-hmm. youth. Yeah. We're teaching children to be uh, patriotic, to understand a little bit more about the flag. Yeah. I remember the kids were really excited. We're, we're teaching them how to fold a flag mm-hmm. properly. Yes. You yep. know, something about flag etiquette. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I remember we had to, uh, the American Legion also takes care of disposing honorably of flags, flags that no yeah. longer represent us. Right. And we're talking to the, talking to the kids. And, and I walked over and I, they had a beautiful flag with a gold trim on it. And whenever I said, do you like this flag? Is this pretty? Do you like that? Does this represent you? And they all said, well, yeah. Well, we had a couple of flags with us that are ready for disposal. Retirement, excuse me, proper word, retirement. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I held that flag up with the raggedy ends on it. And I said, do you want this flag to, to support you or to represent you? And I, oh. <laughs> so it was, and I, and as, we, as we finish up with this part of it, I challenged the children. I says, as you are driving around the community, Round town, whatever town you're happening in, you look at the flags that are on display. Has your daughter started doing that? She had, well, she knew about this before because I had taught her to do that. Okay. We had just disposed of one. I said, look, look at the flags that yeah. are displayed. Yep. If you see a flag that you don't think represents you properly, 
ask your parents to take you and talk to the manager of that store, the mm-hmm. owner of the business, and say, I don't think your flag represents me properly because it's worn and tattered, and I'm not worn and tattered. <laughs> and I says, you, ch- you, challenge yeah. your, you challenge those people to do that. Yep. And, I, and I said, then you contact me. Let me know that you did it. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was a fun thing. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Well, they learned a lot. Yeah. That was fantastic. Does the Legion also uh, utilize volunteers from the community at large? Or not really? Um, it, it depends what's going on. Yeah. It depends what's going on. For example, we have a, uh, uh, we work with the Shriners in, I don't remember what month it is, in June. Um, the Legion Riders work with the Shriners to put on a fundraising ride for the Shriners Children Health Facilities. Right. Okay. Um, and that was a big deal. We raised lots of money. We have a lot of fun with it, too. Um and there's there's other events for for example uh, next month in November, the Legion in Brainerd work, works with the Elks Club to put on a community Thanksgiving dinner. Yes, of course. So yeah, we do work with or the Legion does work with organizations. It just depends on the program. Sometimes we have things going on where we need outside assistance and and uh, or they come to us and say we want to work with you on this. That's fine. Then then we get a, we get more program and and they get support and we get support and life is good. So as we talk about all these programs, is there a website for national as opposed to just local or is there a Minnesota uh, website? Where can we go to find out uh, if parents want to find out more about Boy State or uh, Legionville or any of these things that you sponsor? Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, at the national level, it's uh, just AmericanLegion.org. Okay. Okay, that's, that's national level, and that's virtually everything that um, national does. There is, I don't remember the exact website for the Minnesota, Department of Minnesota website, but I do know one for the 6th District because it's a brand new one we just started about two weeks ago, and that is MN. Six numeral six th district dot org, Minnesota six district dot org, okay. and so far it's it's a, it's a new site. Uh, it's not really heavily populated yet, but I'm working on it. Okay, <laughs> it'll get there. How how large is the six di- district? I forgot to ask. Six you. district is actually fairly enormous. Um, runs from Baudette in the north down to um, Elk River and Zimmerman on the south, oh, wow. and east west from Wadena all the way over to McGregor. So oh about, about 300, mile, 300 miles north-south and close to 100 miles east-west. And how many uh, actual Legion posts? 70. 70. 70, wow. 70 posts. Wow. And the entire Legion family, between Legionnaires, Auxiliary, and Sons of the American Legion, we have about 18,000 Legion family members within the district. Wow. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big it's group. It's impressive. It's a big group. Mm. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm proud and humble and excited to be the commander for this year. Yeah. Well, we encourage people to find out. And uh, the other question I'll ask right away, are, are the posts open to uh, the general public for dinner, for these types of things? Can yes. we go in anytime? Yeah, in most cases, yes. Uh, years ago, the, the posts were closed, and you had to have a magic code to put on the doorway to get in. Um, most of the posts nowadays are, are open to the public. There's uh, dining. There's bar, obviously. Um, and, and of course there's the legal gambling within that's authorized in the state and there's always, always bingo going on and other things. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, they're open to the public. Yeah. 
And Tess and I have talked about it because uh, my wife and I like to dine here at the Post in Brainerd. Mm-hmm. And they have special events and so many good things, and we like to support them. And that's important, too, isn't it, to just support? Yes, absolutely. Um, the the Post need money to, to operate. Yeah. Okay. And if you can, uh, if you're not a Legion member, but you want to go in for dinner, that's fine. Come in for dinner. Can non-members rent the halls that yes. you have available? Okay. Yes. Yeah. I don't know the details for every post, sure. but it's just a matter of contacting the bar manager and say, we'd like to have an event. Can we can we use your facility? Yeah. Um, Brainerd does that. I know Niswa, where I'm a member, does that. Um, and, and there's others, too. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And there's, uh, like I say, there, there's big posts. There's small posts. Like we've, uh, the post in Zimmerman is very large. The one up in Walker is very large. Mm-hmm. The one down in Hillman, where I just went to visit, uh, went to visit one of their post meetings as a courtesy as, you know, as, as district commander. I went to, they have a nice small post. Beautiful yeah. building, but it's a small post. Sure. Uh, Clarissa is the same way. They have yeah. a small building that, that looks more like an, uh, it looks like something you'd find on the back lot of a farm <laughs> but it's it's perfect for what they need mm-hmm. as as a small kitchen has a as the two restrooms a small room and one thing I'll, I'll comment about those guys in clarissa they are very proud of their posts they got a lot of history mm-hmm. I, I talked to them and you can almost feel the pride coming off of them while they're talking they believe in what they're doing yeah. they really do yeah mm-hmm. okay paul um for those who are maybe have hesitated, uh, former service members, just not sure if they want to join, what would you say to them now that the eligibility is wide open? I'm sorry you couldn't join before. I, you know, but the thing that they need to understand is our eligibility from right from the get-go has been set by Congress. Um, we were chartered in 1919, and the initial members of the American Legion didn't think it was going to last beyond them. Then when, yeah. we, when we die, so does the American Legion. Well, you go on for a few years, and we they started to start the Sons of the American Legion. Well, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, hey, oh, wait a minute, here's World War II. Okay, so American yeah, Legion went go. back yeah. to Congress and says, can yeah. we let these guys in too? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, now we're moving forward. Okay, we'll cut it off at World War II. Uh, oh, then there's, not, there's unpleasantness on the Korean Peninsula. Okay, now what are we going to do? Right. And, and and every time the American Legion has had to go back to Congress and says, could we change the eligibility dates to allow these veterans that have served during wartime? Yeah. Congress has always agreed. Well, now, because there's we found so many in between times yeah. that had been wounded or killed in action, they're all eligible now. From December 7th, 1941 up to now is the eligibility period. If you're a veteran, if you have an honorable discharge, Contact your local Legion post. Look at it, look up uh, uh, the American Legion online. Call me. I'll find you a post. We want your membership. We want you to be yeah. part of the greatest lead, uh, veteran service organization in the country. Very good. Well said. Paul, thank you so much for being here today to talk about the Legion. My pleasure. And thank you for your service. Yeah. My honor to serve. All right. Paul Edwards is the 6th District Commander for the American Legion. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs are available anytime online at 1067wjjy.com. And that's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You can also find our Community Focus programs on our mobile app. And that's powered by the Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.